You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hi guys, welcome. Today I'm going to share with you some of my reflections on hoping versus planning for things to happen in life and why you should always, always plan for love. So I often hear when I'm talking to some of you that you hope for something to happen in your life instead of saying that you are planning for something to happen. It's as though you believe that it's not really up to you whether or not you get what you want. And if you're someone who thinks that getting what you want in life, whether it's love to be super successful, to have amazing adventures, or have a rocking sex life, isn't really up to you, then I am here to remind you, my friend, that this is simply not true. Your brain has been lying to you. You have a lot more influence and power in your life than you think. Throughout this episode, I'm going to teach you some of the differences between hoping and planning for the life that you want so you can take concrete steps towards what you want rather than leaving it to chance. So be sure to stick around until the end. I got the idea for this episode from a forum that I'm in online. So I'm part of a bunch of different forums and Facebook groups where I like to offer support to others whenever I have the time. Um, You may have seen me in one of them, and if that's you, hi. And in one of these groups, which is focused on love, one of the group members asked another group member if he hoped to be in a relationship one day. And I just loved the guy's response. It sounded like he had been single for some time, and he replied by saying something like, It's not so much about whether I hope to be in a relationship as whether I am planning to be in a relationship. In that moment, my head practically exploded because I think this is such an important distinction. And yet I see so few people thinking this way. There are so many things that we really value as being important to us. And yet We leave it to chance whether or not it's going to happen for us. We hope to be rich. We hope to have a family. We hope to learn a language. We hope to advance in our work. But how often do the things that we hope for actually happen? And why do we assume that all we can do is hope for these things as though it's not up to us to create it? So let's take a moment and look at the difference between hoping for something to happen and planning for it to happen. Here's an example. For anyone who knows me, you know that I love to travel. Something I often hear people say is, like when I'm talking about a trip that I've been on, people might say, oh, I hope to travel there someday, which, you know, is a perfectly normal thing to say in conversation. But this isn't necessarily the kind of thinking that's going to lead to actually traveling to a place. One place that I have been that I've gotten this response to a lot is Angkor Wat in Cambodia. And in case you've never heard of Angkor Wat, it's a huge area of temple ruins that you can walk through where there's these giant trees and roots growing out of the ruins. It was featured in the movie Tomb Raider. Super cool. 
I highly recommend going. It was just a magical experience to be there. So anyway, let's imagine that you say, I hope to travel there someday. How would you feel? Maybe optimistic or hopeful? And you'd probably spend some time dreaming of going, maybe imagining being there, looking up pictures of the place, reading about it, journaling, and you'd likely be open to opportunities that might fall in your lap, like if you won a free trip to Cambodia or if a friend invited you to join them. And in the end, after doing all of those things, you'd likely have a strong vision of what it would be like to visit Angkor Wat, but it's unlikely that you would actually go on the trip anytime soon. And maybe never. Because None of the actions that I just described would actually result in going to Cambodia. Months and years could pass hoping, but not taking the steps necessary to go to Cambodia. So now I want you to contrast that energy of hoping with the energy of telling yourself that you are planning to go. Rather than just feeling optimistic or hopeful, if you're thinking that you're planning to go, you're more likely to feel, say, determined or focused. And even if it seems like an impossible dream now, maybe you're broke or you've never been abroad before and going somewhere as exotic as Cambodia seems like an impossible dream, but because you're planning to go and you're determined to do it, you would simply start with where you are right now. You might take a look at your finances and Create a budget for yourself and make a five-year plan to save up. Maybe you decide to increase your income by getting a new job or starting a business. You'd likely read a book about visiting Cambodia. Maybe understand the modes of transportation to get there and look up other places you would want to see in Cambodia on your trip. You'd make decisions like whether you want to go solo or with a group. And if you decide to travel solo, but you've never done that before, then you might plan for some smaller trips just to get used to traveling on your own. What other things would you do if you were really planning to go? Oh, you would arrange time off work. You would buy a flight. You would get your passport and visas ready. You'd find a place to stay. You would get really concrete about it, figuring out all the steps between where you are now and the trip you plan to take. In other words, you would do all the things it takes to make this trip happen. And the thing that got you there was simply shifting from hoping to planning. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we should never hope for something, right? That plays a really important step. Because like I said, it, when we're hoping for something, we can really start to create a vision of what we want. But when we want to shift from vision into action, it's important that we shift from hoping to planning. Now, you may be thinking, okay, Erica, this is straightforward enough, but what about love? I can buy a plane ticket or I can go get a visa, but I can't control whether or not someone loves me. And you're right. You can't control what any one person thinks about you if that one particular woman you're crushing on is going to have a relationship with you. You can't control that. But if you're focused on the bigger picture, wanting to be in a relationship with someone great, 
maybe not that one particular person you had in mind, then it doesn't really look all that different than the travel example. If you're just hoping to be in a relationship, you might feel optimistic. And from that optimism, you might dream of being in a relationship or imagine being in one or read about or watch movies about love and journal about it. And maybe you'd be open if somebody initiates contact with you. But just notice these actions don't necessarily create a relationship. In fact, they don't put you in a very powerful position in your life at all. Because hoping makes you dependent on what someone else does rather than what you do. But when you are planning to be in a relationship, your actions are really different. You find ways of meeting more women. You might start saving now for the house that you'll eventually live in together. You might let your friends know that you want to be in a relationship and are open to them setting you up. You would go and ask women out. You would go on dates, likely lots of them, and come up with healthy ways of responding to rejection and disappointment. You'd get clear about the kind of relationship that you want and how you want to feel in it. And you would make decisions about which things matter to you. Does it matter that she doesn't work in the same kind of job that you have? Or does it really matter that she doesn't live within 15 minutes of your house, for example, or, or of where you live? In other words, you're going to do all the things that it takes to be in a relationship. It's really no different. If you're planning to be in a relationship rather than hoping, then you're going to do all of the things that it takes to get there. Hoping is counting on luck to bring you the relationship you want. It's like having a financial plan that is to win the lottery rather than building yourself a fortune over time. Of course, it's completely up to you. You can keep buying lotto tickets every week if you want. But why would you want to? Why would you delay creating the life that you want in hopes that it will just fall into your lap instead? Now, if you're someone who has spent your whole life hoping, but not really planning for something to happen, especially if it's in the area of love, I can totally relate. There's nothing wrong or broken about you. I've been there. In fact, my parents met in seventh grade. They were in the same class. And eventually they grew up, started dating, got married, and had a family. And they each dated a couple of other people, but not many. They didn't have to go out and date a bunch of people or experience heartbreak over and over because they found their person on one of their earliest attempts. And so then as I grew up, this was part of my family's mythology. As I, as a kid, I thought it would be the same for me, that I would just magically meet my person as a kid and that would be that. So pretty much from kindergarten onwards, I wondered if each person I met, if they would turn out to be my life partner. I wondered who of my classmates would be the one. And so I had all these ideas, things like love should happen naturally. I can't plan for love. It should be easy. The right person will come along and I don't have to do anything. I can avoid rejection because all I have to do is wait for life to bring us together. And so on, right? And this thinking was sort of working for me. I said yes to people who asked me out. I was in a bunch of relationships, one after another. I had some fun. But as I got into my late 20s and eventually my 30s, I found that I wasn't any closer to being in the relationship I wanted. 
it hadn't happened naturally. It wasn't easy. The right person hadn't come along without me doing anything. I hadn't avoided rejection after all, and I felt like an enormous failure. You see, I'd spent the better part of three decades hoping to be in the relationship of my dreams, but I hadn't really planned for it. I didn't think that planning for it was even possible. I had put my future in the hands of luck, hoping that the right person would just come my way. I dated some really nice people, but they just really weren't a fit for me because I was just responding to people who expressed an interest in me without really going after what I wanted in a relationship. So then there was this shift that happened in my early 30s, and I started planning to be in a long-term partnership. And once I started doing that, everything changed. I reflected on the obstacles that were standing between me and the kind of relationship I wanted, and I addressed them. I got clear on the kind of person I was interested in and pursued them rather than passively going with whoever liked me first. My focus narrowed as I honed in on what really mattered to me most. And I realized that a lot of what I'd been focused on all along were just distractions. They weren't really the kinds of things that were going to make an awesome relationship. I asked potential partners great questions on dates because I was clear on what it was I was looking for. I got out. I met more people. I got comfortable with rejection, knowing that my self-worth wasn't tied up in it and that someone not wanting to be with me wasn't really about me. These were all concrete steps that I took toward the relationship I wanted. And once I started taking these steps, things happened pretty quickly. It was kind of like magic, but I can tell you more about that another time. I just share this because even if you have spent your whole life thinking that something is out of your control, all you can do is hope for it. You can choose to see it differently whenever you want. I'm not saying not to hope. Feeling hope can be really useful in moving you in the direction that you want. It can create vision and clarity. But if you are hoping without taking the kind of action that it takes to create a relationship, that's where you can get stuck. So why would you choose not to plan for the things you want? Why stick to just hoping rather than planning? One obvious reason is that it feels good. When you dream and imagine what you want, you're likely to create a pretty perfect ideal image in your mind. You imagine driving a fancy car, but you don't imagine taking it for an oil change, for example. Or when you think of your dream girl, you're more likely to imagine cuddling with her than you are to imagine you fighting together. It's all so idealized. You get a dopamine hit simply from thinking about these happy things. But probably the bigger reason why you hope rather than plan, is because you're afraid. You're afraid that if you plan for something and then it doesn't happen, or it takes longer than, it, than you thought it would, or it doesn't happen in the way that you expect, then you're afraid that you'll be a failure. You're worried that you'll feel disappointed or ashamed, or that these challenging emotions will break you. But remember, the phrase... I am a failure is just a thought. No matter what happens, you don't have to choose to see your life this way. 
If you plan for something and it doesn't happen, you get to decide what you want to make that mean. You can always choose to have your own back. In fact, you're the only person in the world who you can rely on to have your own back. That part is up to you. Okay, my friends, that's all for now. Be well until next time. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there. 